Chaim, Perik Dalad, Mishnah Aleph, Karachas HaKerem, Bishama Oymrim Esrim Re'arba Amas, Bithil Oymrim Sheshas Re'amas. Till now in the Masechta we were discussing the Hilchas Kilis Roim, mixtures of grains, beans, and vegetables. The Hemshech of the Masechta is going to be talking about Kil HaKerem, which were seeds planted in or next to a vineyard. The Isra of Kilei HaKerem applies only to grain and vegetables planted in or next to a vineyard. There's no Isra to plant fruit trees in a vineyard. The Torah lists Kilei HaKerem as a separate Isra, and indeed it is subject to different halachas, as we mentioned in the Hakdam Matar Masechta. One of these rules is that grain and vegetables must be separated from a vineyard by four Amas. Four Amas of empty space around the vineyard serves as a work area. This is the area needed for the grower to bring oxen to plow the ground around the grapevines and to walk with a wagon and oxen to harvest the grapes. A vineyard consists of at least five grapevines in a specific formation, as we'll see later on in the parak. Single grapevines require only a six tefach separation. This is the rule for planting next to a vineyard. However, if someone wants to plant another species in the middle of a vineyard, it's more chomer. And this is what we're going to be discussing in this Mishnah. So, Karachas HaKerem the halacha regarding clearing in a vineyard, a karachas is literally the bald spot of the vineyard. This expression refers to an area in the middle of the vineyard that has been cleared of vines. So, if there's an empty space of at least 24 amas, we may plant another species in the clearing. If the clearing cuts completely through the vineyard, so that it is now surrounded by only two sides by grapevines, the clearing must be 24 amas wide. If the clearing is completely inside the vineyard, so that it's surrounded on all four sides by grapevines, we need a clearing of 24 by 24 amas. Okay. We do this by leaving a space of four amas empty next to each remaining side of the vineyard, and we may then plant 16 amas between them. The clearing must thus be 4 plus 16 plus 4, which is 24. However, if the clearing is less than 24 amas, there will be less than 16 amas between two work areas in which to plant. As a result, we may not plant anything. The reason for this will be explained later on in the Mishnah. A clearing of 16 amas is enough. According to Beis Hillel, as long as we can plant 8 amas between the two work areas, it's enough. So according to Beis Hillel, the width of the clearing must be 4 plus 8 plus 4, which would be 16. The work area needed around the vineyard is considered part of the vineyard. No other species may be planted in it because doing so is like planting in the vineyard. Since there is now a clearing dividing the original vineyard in two, each side that remains is an effective vineyard of its own, and each needs its own work area. So Beisham and Basil agree that eight amas, four on each side of the clearing, cannot be planted. That's the Kule Alma. Beisham and Basil also agree that the area we do plant in the middle must be large enough to be considered an independent field. If it's too small to be a field, it's considered insignificant, and therefore merely an extension of the vineyard and work area next to it we are planting would be forbidden. What Beisham and Basil disagree about is how big an area must be to be considered a field. According to Basil, in order to be considered a field, a planted area must be at least four amas wide. However, since the area being planted in the middle is sandwiched between two vineyards, it must be double that amount, eight amas, that we have a field next to each vineyard. Otherwise, we would assign half the planted area to each vineyard with the result that neither half would be large enough to be considered a field. This explains why the total clearing, according to Ms. Hillel, must be 16 amas, a workspace of four amas next to one of the remaining sides of the vineyard. A planted area of eight amas next to it, enough for two fields in the middle, and another work space of four amas for the other remaining side of the vineyard. Beishama, on the other hand, are of the opinion that a planted area cannot be considered a field unless it is eight amas wide. Since you must have a field for each remaining vineyard, the area must be planted between them at least 16 amas. So according to Beishama, the clearing must be 24 amas wide before we may plant in it, 
with a workspace of four amas next to one of the remaining vineyards. So a planted area of 16 amas, enough for two fields in the middle and another workspace of four amas on the other remaining side of the vineyard. Mechoyl HaKerem. The Mishnah discusses a similar halacha. This one's relating to a gap between a vineyard and the wall that surrounds it. So Mechoyl HaKerem, for the law of the perimeter of a vineyard, is as follows. This refers to the empty space between the edge of a vineyard and the wall surrounding it. So there must be an empty space of at least 16 amas between the vineyard and the wall that surrounds it. Before we plant any other species in that area, empty space of 12 amas is enough. Four amas must be left empty next to the edge of the vineyard because that's what we, we that must serve as the work area, as we mentioned before, and it cannot be planted. The area beyond those four amas may then be planted, only if it can be regarded as a field in its own right, as we mentioned before. However, in the case of a vineyard surrounded by a wall, the four amas nearest to the wall cannot be counted as part of that field because people do not plant within four amas of a wall. This area was generally left empty so that people could walk there and compact the soil around the wall's foundation to strengthen it, like the Gemara explains in Vavabasadavchov Bezimurbez. The area that we plant with another species must therefore lie between the four amas work area and the four amas pass next to the wall. Since it must be considered a field in its own right, it must be four amas wide according to Beis and eight amas wide according to Beis so the space between the edge of the vineyard and the wall must be 12 amas wide according to Beis Hill, which would be 4 plus 4 plus 4, meaning you would have 4 amas of a path and 4 amas of where you could grow things, and then 4 amas that you need for the work area. According to Beis Shammai, the part that you would work does not need to be 4 amas, it would need to be 8 amas. And according to Beis Shammai, you would need to have 16 amas. Here there is no need for the width of two fields in the middle, as there was in the previous case, because in this case there are grapevines only on one side of the clearing. That's the difference between the Karachas HaKerem and the Mechoyl HaKerem. The Mishnah is going to define what a clearing in the vineyard is. It refers to a vineyard that was destroyed in the middle. The vines in the middle of the vineyard were destroyed or removed. So according to Basil, it's like this. If there's less than 16 Amas of empty space between the rows of vines that remain on both sides of the clearing, he may not bring and plant seeds there. Seeds in this context refers to the species that may not be planted in a vineyard, which is grains and vegetables and the like. But if there are 16 amas there, we give the vineyard its work area, which is four amas on each side of the clearing next to the vines that remain, and he may plant the rest of the clearing, the remaining eight amas, with seeds. This would be like Beis Hillel, because Allah would be like Beis Hillel. Mishnah base. So that we mentioned in the first Mishnah. So what is this? So being Karim together. It's the unplanted area between the vineyard and the wall that surrounds it. So according to Hillel, this is how it's going to go. If there's less than 12 hours there between the vineyard and the wall, we may not bring and plant seeds there. But if there were 12 hours between the vineyard and the wall, we give the vineyard its work area, that means we need to leave at least four amas next to it empty, and we may plant the rest of the space between the work area and the wall with other seeds. That is, he may plant even the four amas next to the wall if he wishes. However, he's not required to plant the eight amas between the work area and the wall. He may, if he wishes, plant just the four amas next to the work area, but if he wishes to plant anything, he must plant those four amas next to the work area in order for the planted area to be considered a field of its own. The four amas next to the wall cannot be counted towards the field. Mishnah Gimel. 
Rabbi Yehuda Omer, in the El Geder HaKer. In the previous Mishnah, Beishamah Beishel disagreed about how much empty space is needed before we may, we may plant seeds in the area or surrounding a vineyard. The town of the previous Mishnah defined this term to mean the area between the end of the vineyard and the wall around the vineyard. The Mishnah is going to bring another opinion regarding the definition of the Mechel HaKer. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Yehuda says, in the El In this case, they describe as the Mechel HaKerem, the perimeter of a vineyard, is actually called nothing other than the fence of the vineyard, and does not need 12 amps between the vineyard and the fence in order to be able to plant there. According to Rabbi Yehuda, when Beisham and Beis Hillel spoke of the perimeter of a vineyard, of the Mechel HaKerem, they did not mean the area between the edge of a vineyard and its wall. That area is called the Gether HaKerem, not the Mechel HaKerem. Therefore, the area between the edge of the vineyard and its fence is not subject to the Halochem, that you need 12 amas of space for the Mechel HaKerem, according to Beis Hillel. According to Yehuda, even if there are just six amas between the vineyard and its fence, we may plant seeds in the last two amas next to the fence. So when, when does it become a Mechel HaKerem, that you need to have 12 amas, according to Beis Hillel? It's the empty area between two vineyards. Since this area lies between two vineyards, we must leave four amas for each vineyard as its work area, and an area of four amas between two plants, so that it can be considered a field in its own right. However, it does not need an area of two fields in between, which would be 16 amas, as was required in the case of Ekarachas Akarim. This is because the area between the two vineyards in our Mishnah was never part of the vineyard. The clearing, the Karachas, though, was once part of the vineyard, but its vines were destroyed. Therefore, a larger separation is required. The town of the previous Mishnah does not make this distinction and considers the area between two vineyards to be the same as the clearing of one vineyard. He therefore requires a separation of 16 amas even in this case. So, the Mishnah now explains what kind of fence serves to separate a vineyard from the area beyond it in regard to climb. This allows a person to plant seeds on the other side of the fence, even within the four amas of the vines. Although the mission already taught these measurements in Parag Bays, that was in regard to the separation between two species of plants. Our Mishnah teaches the law for separating between a vineyard and other species. Ve'ezu who gather what's considered a fence in regard to kile ha'kerem, shuhu gavaya asar t'vachim, any wall that's ten t'vachim high. There's no minimum thickness for the wall, even the thinnest wall or fence serves as a separation. There is, however, a minimum length, the fence must be at least four t'vachim long. Ve'chritz shuhu amek asar v'rochav abba, or a ditch that's ten t'vachim deep and four t'vachim wide. A ditch too can serve as a fence to separate between a vineyard and another species, but only if it's ten t'vachim deep and four t'vachim wide. A ditch narrower than four t'vachim across is too narrow to be considered a separation, since one can easily walk over it. And if it's not ten t'vachim deep, it will—it's not considered a mechitza, so it's not going to divide. It's interesting because before there was no shear, and for the chiritz it needs a shear because there's nothing physical that's separating it, just the area of space. But because it goes deep down, so that's why you need to have it four t'vachim wide. A partition of standing sticks lined up one next to the other can serve as a fence under the following condition. If there's no gap of three t'vachim between one stick and the next, three t'vachim being enough room for a baby goat to enter, it's treated as a valid mechitza. Halachalamayshimisinai teaches us that objects that are less than three tochem apart from one another are considered to be connected as though the space between them has been filled. This is known as lovot. 
a row of sticks stuck in the ground in space less than three tochum apart is thus considered a solid partition, it's a solid mechitza. One may have a vineyard on one side of the sticks and plant seeds on the other side, even if there's less than four amas between the seeds and the vines. Since baby goats can get through a gap that's three, three tvachim wide with ease, sticks that are separated by this distance cannot be considered a fence. So more than three tvachim is not going to be considered love. We gather shinnifrats. The Mishnah is going to say a halacha for a fence that has holes in it, if a fence had, was broken open. So we're discussing here gaps that are at least three tvachim wide. If the gaps are smaller than three tvachim, the wall is considered as if it has no gaps at all because of the halacha of love. So the gather shenifrats, if a fence broke open, part of the fence fell down or broke apart, leaving an opening in the fence, so the halacha is as follows. Ad eser amis harehu kapesach. Up to ten amis, the opening is regarded as a doorway, and one may plant even opposite the open space. Doorways are a normal part of the fence, since there must be a way to enter and exit the enclosed area. Therefore, the doorways are also considered part of the fence, even though they are open, and they too serve to divide from one side to the, from one side from the other. For this reason, it's motor to plant a different species opposite the open doorway of the vineyard, even within four amas of the vines, because you anyways have to leave that space open. Yes, and we can connect up here to also. If the opening is more than that, it's more than ten amas wide. It cannot be regarded as a doorway, and it's forbidden to plant seeds opposite the open space unless they are separated from the vineyard by four amas. If the gap in the fence is wider than ten amas, it cannot be viewed as a doorway in the fence. Rather, it is used simply as an open area that's not part of a fence. If a person wants to plant seeds opposite this open area, he must distance it the usual four amas from the vineyard. The solid sections of the wall that remain on each side of the opening continue to serve as mechitzas as long as they are four tvachim long. However, they no longer form one continuous mechitza but are considered separate fences. So a person is still permitted to plant different species opposite the standing parts of the fence, just not opposite the opening between them. Nifer to by Pirtzis Harbe, if there are many openings broke in, many broken openings in the fence, these breaks of, were each of a size that would be considered a doorway between three Tvachim and ten Amas wide. If the total amount of fence that is still standing is longer than the total amount that is open, Mutterts Mutter to plant alongside the entire fence, even opposite the open sections, since each of these breaks may be considered a doorway. But if the total amount that is open is more than the total amount of fence that's still standing, it's forbidden to plant opposite the open sections. If the majority of the fence is open, then the standing sections can no longer combine to be considered one long fence. Rather, each section that is still standing is considered a separate fence and a separate mechitza. So the breaks between them are not doorways, is simply a pirza, an open area. It's therefore forbidden to plant opposite the open spaces unless there's a separation of four amas. However, one may still plant opposite the standing sections, even though it's still considered um, paras merubaloimit. Mishnehei. Hanitea shura shalchamesh gefanim. The Mishnah quotes a machlekes regarding the minimum number of rows required for a group of vines to be considered a vineyard. The difference between a vineyard and a group of individual vines is in regard to the distance another species must be separated for them. For individual vines, a separation of six tvachim is enough. For a vineyard, a separation of four amas is necessary. If a person plants a single row consisting of five vines, Beishame says it's considered a vineyard, but Beishil says it's not considered a vineyard. Until there are two rows with a total of at least five vines. Five vines are a minimum needed to be considered a vineyard. According to Beishame, 
all five may be in one row. According to Beisel, a single row, no matter how many vines it has, is regarded simply as a collection of individual vines. For vines to be classified in a vineyard, they must be in two rows, with one row containing three vines and the other containing two. And that's how the Mishnah is going to refer to it. So the Fikach, Beishamai's ruling in the previous case is stricter than Beishilah's. According to Beishamai, since a single row is considered a vineyard, it's also to plant seeds within four amas of it. According to Beishilah, it's motor to plant seeds, just six tochem, which is one amma away, since a single row is not considered a vineyard. So the Fikach, if a person plants seeds within the four amma work area of a full vineyard and making the vineyard osur, so Beishamai, I remember Beishamai say, Kiddishur Achas. He answers only one row of the vineyard as Klayim, since one row is enough to be classified as a vineyard. But Basil will say he answered two rows, since two rows are needed to qualify as a vineyard. When a person plants grain or vegetables in a four armor work area around the vineyard, both the grapes and the grain or vegetables become Asr Behano as if they were planted in the Karim. However, this does not mean that the entire vineyard becomes Asr. The Mishnah teaches that only the minimum area that can be called a vineyard becomes also. Since according to Beishamai, even one row of vines is considered a vineyard, only the first row facing the grain of vegetables becomes also. According to Beishilal, however, the first two rows become also, since the minimum size of a kerem is two rows. Of course, any vines that are within four amas of a vegetable are forbidden no matter what row they are in. This halacha is learned from the Pasuk that teaches the Isra of Kileha Kerem. The Pasuk speaks of the vineyard becoming forbidden in this singular Lashem, Pentiktash Hamaleya Utuas HaKerem, so that the growth of the seed not become forbidden along with the product of the vineyard. This teaches that only one vineyard becomes forbidden, not two. In effect, the Torah teaches that a large vineyard with many rows of vines is to be viewed as a group of vineyards growing together. Thus, the only one vineyard that is within the four arms of the grain of vegetables becomes Osir. The literal meaning of the word Kiddush is to make holy. However, in the Mishnah here, and throughout the Masechta, as we mentioned previously, the word Kiddush is used in a sense of making the fruit or produce forbidden by Hana, as we explain in the Hakdama to the Masechta. Mishnah Vav. We learned in the previous Mishnah the minimum number of vines that qualifies a vineyard is five. However, in order to qualify, the five vines cannot be scattered about, but must be arranged in a certain pattern. So the Mishnah is going to describe exactly what that pattern is. If a person plants two vines facing two other vines, and one additional vine sticking out like a tail, this is a vineyard. To qualify as a vineyard, five vines must be arranged in the following pattern. The first two vines in each row are planted opposite each other, while the third vine in one row sticks out beyond the other, sort of like a tail. This follows the Yeshita of Beis Hillel in the previous mission of the vineyard must consist of at least two rows. However, even Beishamai, who said that five vines may be in one row, agree that if the five vines are divided between two rows, they must be in the formation described over here. However, if he plants two vines facing two other vines and plants one vine in between the two of the others, so that the middle vine in one row is facing the empty space between two vines in the other row, or two vines facing two vines and one vine in the middle, facing the empty spaces on all four sides of it. There are four vines forming the four corners of a square, and the fifth vine is in the center. It's not a vineyard.
Ad sheyuhu shtayim k'neged shtayim v'achas yitzizonov. Because the five vines do not qualify as a vineyard unless they have two facing two and one sticking out like a tail. So when it's, when the Mishnah says Eine Kerem, they're treated as individual vines for which six Tvachim is a good enough separation so there shouldn't be a problem of climb. Mishnah Zayin Hanei Teashur Achas Pesach Shaloi. We mentioned in Mishnah Hay that two rows of vines are needed to qualify as a Kerem, according to Beis Hillel. The Mishnah now discusses the case of two rows that do not belong to the same person. If someone plants a single row of vines in his own property, and there's also an existing, existing single row of vines in his friend's property, one row contains three vines and the other contains two, and they're in the proper formation to qualify as a karam, that would be and there's a private road or a relatively narrow public road that's less than eight hours wide that passes between the two roads, both the private road and the public road are less than eight amas wide, since a gap of eight amas would prevent the two rows of vines from combining to form a vineyard. Although a road of just four amas serves to separate between different species of grains and vegetables, vines are classified as trees, and trees are more chomer and require a larger separation for climb. Or you have a fence that's less than ten tvachim high. So mechitza that's less than ten tvachim high is not a mechitza. The two rows combined with each other in order to qualify as a vineyard, since neither the roads nor the fence are large enough to separate between them. Although the roads, the rows belong to different owners, and furthermore, they are separated by a road or by a low wall, they nevertheless combine to qualify as a vineyard. It is therefore also to plant other species between the rows or within the four amas of any side of this vineyard. Surely they combine if there is no road or low fence between them. However, if the fence is more than 10 Tvachim high, the rows do not combine with each other to form a vineyard because the fence 10 Tvachim high separates the two rows from each other. A wall that's 10 Tvachim tall serves as a divider even for trees, as was mentioned in the Mishnah Gimel. Although the Mishnah speaks of a wall higher than 10 Tvachim, the same is true even if it's exactly 10 Tvachim high. Rabbi Yudaimer in Erson Milmailo, if he intertwined them above the fence, which means that he raised the ends of the vines over the top of the fence so that they grew to be twisted together as is the way of vines growing. Then even if the fence is higher than Tantvachim, the vines combine to qualify as one karam. The Tanakama, however, maintains that a ten tefach wall is considered a divider even if the vines are intertwined over it, which would be very bechidish, because that means that the mechitza is going through the actual tree. And we would say that that you know the mechitza won't be able to divide the tree. The mechitza is here to divide between the two properties, and the mechitza is here to divide between the two spaces and the two areas. But over here, there's a chiddush, a very big chiddush. You is saying that I'm sorry that big, the chiddush would be in the Tanakama, that even if the branches and the vines are intertwined, lumailo, they're still going to be considered. A, the mechitz is going to work to divide in between. Mishmechetz, anetea shtei shurais. If a person plants two rows of vines, if they're less than eight amas between them, the rows that combine with each other to form a vineyard, 
he may not bring seeds and plant them between the two rows. If, however, there are eight or more arms between the two rows, the vines do not become do not combine to form a vineyard. Instead, each row is regarded as a group of individual vines, and it's mortar to plant between the rows as long as one stays six tochem away from the other row. For example, if there are exactly eight amas between the two rows, a grower may plant the middle six amas of the eight amma gap. If there were three rows of vines, if there are less than 16 amas between one row and the other row to combine, a, to make a vineyard, he may not bring seeds and plant them between the rows. By planting his vines in three rows or more, the grower shows that his intention is to plant a large vineyard rather than a small group of vines. Therefore, the rows combine up to a distance of 16 amas. This is based on the fact that we find elsewhere that rows up to 16 amas apart combine to form a vineyard and prohibit planting between the rows. This is in the case of a clearing in the vineyard, where it's forbidden to plant between the remaining rows unless they're 16 amas apart. For this reason, when it's clear that the grower intends to plant a large vineyard with rows separated by this amount, the Chachamim ruled that they combine up to a distance of 16 amps. Even if the middle row of a three-row vineyard was destroyed, if there are less than 16 amps between one remaining row and the other, the entire area is considered a vineyard, and he may not bring seeds and plant them between the rows. It shall follow from the previous halacha that if there was a three-row vineyard whose rows were planted within eight amas of one another, and the middle row was destroyed, we should treat the remaining rows the same way as if there were only two rows to begin with. So if the gap between them is now eight or more amas, it should be mutter to plant between them. This is unlike the case of a karakas that Karen mentioned in the first Mishnah, where it's forbidden to plant in the middle unless there's a gap of 16 amas. Over there, the sections that remained after the middle was destroyed, were big enough to qualify as a vineyard in its own right, since at least part of the original vineyard continues to be a vineyard, even after the destruction of the middle. So it's easier for us to continue considering the rest of the area, including the destroyed section in the middle, to still be part of a large vineyard. Here, however, when the middle row of three is cleared, only one row remains on each side. Since neither of these is big enough to be considered a vineyard of its own, we do not have anything called a vineyard left in this area unless we allow the widely separated rows that remain to combine. So according to the Tanakhama, we do not do this. This is true, even though he planted only just two rows to begin with, it would have been permitted to plant between them in a gap of merely eight Amas. According to Rebelez ben Yaakov, once an area has qualified as a vineyard, it continues to be regarded as a vineyard even after the middle row has been destroyed, unless the remaining rows are 16 Amas apart. In other words, the rule for clearing up the rule for Karachas HaKaram applies even when just a single row remains on each side. Mishnah Tess. Hanaitea is Karmoy, Sheishesri Amma, Sheishesri Amma, Mutter, Lahavi, Zarulashab. The Mishnah continues the halacha of a vineyard that has three or more rows. If a person plants his vineyard with rows of vines at distances of 16 amas from each other, he's permitted to plant them there, to bring seeds and plant them there between the rows. Since the rows are separated by 16 amas, they do not combine to form a vineyard. It's therefore mortar to plant between the rows as long as he doesn't plant within six tvachim of any of them. Even though he intended this to be a vineyard and planted many such rows, it's still permitted to plant between the rows since they're separated by 16 amas. That's going to be mortar. Om Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, it happened in a place called Salmon, 
A person, certain person planted his vineyard with rows of vines at a distance of 16 amas from each other, and he wished to plant seeds between them. However, he was concerned that the vines would hang over the seeds and answer them. It's forbidden to plant seeds under an overhanging grapevine, even if the seeds are a proper distance away from the base of the vine, as we'll see in Paragvav. To avoid this problem, he would turn the end of the vines of each pair. The, the sar, which is literally here, is the way the Mishnah is referring to the vines, because they're here, and it's like curly hair that gets tangled in everything. So to avoid this problem, he would turn the end of the vines of each pair of rows in the same direction, facing each other across a 16 amma space between them. Vizereya as Hanir, he would then plant seeds in the plow area between each pair of rows. The following year, he would turn the ends of the vines towards a different place. In the other directions, facing each other over 16 amas space, he planted with seeds in the previous year. And then he would plant the other species in the area he had left unplanted the previous year. In order to prevent the soil's nutrients from becoming used up, the grower wanted to avoid planting the same 16 amma area each year, as was the derech, as was customary at that time, that they would you know, plant each field every other year, or every two years, or every three years. He therefore turned the vines over the spaces he had planted the previous year and planted the spaces he had left unplanted that year. For example, one year he planted this, you know, area one, one, three, and five with seeds, and the next year he planted two, four, and six with seeds, if, you know, there were six patches in the field. This matter came before the Chacham at that time for, for, for Shiloh, and they said it was Mutter. So we see from the story that when there are spaces of 16 Amis between the rows of the vines, the rows do not combine to form a vineyard, and other species may be planted in those spaces. And this would be a raya to the halacha that was mentioned in Hamishnah. Rameir Reb Shimon Aimer, Rameir Reb Shimon say, the Tanakama said that if the rows of a large vineyard are separated by 16 amas, it's mutter to plant seeds between the rows. So now we sing a different sheet that, that Ramey Reb Shimon say that somebody who plants his field, his vineyard, with rows of vines that are at a distance of 8 amas from each other, is mutter to plant seeds between the rows. Ramey Reb Shimon argue on the Tanakama. According to them, even when the grower clearly intends to plant a large vineyard with many rows, eight amas is enough to separate them and prevent them from combining into a vineyard. The halacha we learned in Mishnah Aleph that requires a separation of 16 amas before planting in the middle, Karachas HaKaram, applies only to a vineyard whose middle rows were destroyed. Since that area was once a vineyard, it remains a vineyard unless there is a space of 16 amas. But to become a vineyard in the first place, the rows must be less than eight amas apart. If they are separated by eight amas, they do not combine to form a vineyard at camp.